the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Let's pray together. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King. We love you. We praise you. We honor you. Lord, we want the heart of Messiah. We want to be true disciples, ambassadors for you. We, we want to be close. We want to cling to you and, and, and be close to you. So, Father, pour out your spirit upon us. Revive us according to your word. Let us be a light not only to our families and the people around us, but also in this world, and so we ask in the name of Yeshua that you would just bless our time on the radio, Lord, that it would be an anointed time, and that you would be exalted. So we bless you, thank you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Well, last week, we spoke about the foundation we needed before we went into fasting and praying. Uh, We need to know that we have authority from God. We need to know that Yeshua gave us the authority so that in his name we can expect to see answers to prayer and healings and signs, wonders, and miracles. Look, this is the testimony by which we go to the world and they see the glory of God. If you haven't heard that teaching on authority, it might be useful for you to go back to that teaching and listen to it. You can find it at heartofmessiah.org and look under recent shows and shows and choose the teaching called Our Authority. So I have a special handout for you, if you would like it, that I can either email or send to you on prayer and fasting. Uh, I'm asking those people in our congregation uh, at Sharesh David to engage in a 21-day fast from Friday evening, August 17th, to Friday evening, September 7th. This is perfect because High Holy Days begin September 8th, 
Rosh Hashanah. And uh, you can call Karen and ask her for the prayer and fasting booklet. She'll get it out to you. Call her at 813-831-5673. When you call our office, call between 10 and 4, Monday through Friday. Now, as we prepare for prayer and fasting and the holy days, this is a time to consider who God has given you as a burden for them to come to know Yeshua as their Messiah. Remember, we have four congregations for you to visit. We'd love to see you. So check out our website at shereshdavid.org or call Karen again, 813-831-5673. So as we talk about prayer and fasting in the coming weeks, remember this important point. If you do not believe you have been given the authority, it is going to be extremely hard to pray with faith. Authority means the right to command and enforce obedience. And, and we are speaking to the, the, the spirits, uh, the, the, you know, that, that which comes against us, the enemy, uh, we can call him Satan, and we have authority in the name of Yeshua. So all of us are under God's authority. All of us are under the authority God put over us like governmental officials. And all of us are actually authority people in certain situations. So if you're a parent or a manager at work or someone who is even sharing their faith with one who does not believe, you are the authority figure. But let's start with basics concerning prayer and fasting. The most basic definition of prayer, I believe, is communicating with God, right? Having a conversation with him. However, for our time of prayer and fasting, I'd like to define prayer as requesting of God with confidence and faith to do something that is believed to be in his will by our dependency and authority given to us in the name of Yeshua. Now, that's a mouthful, I understand, but breaking it down, we have to have, we ask, but we ask with confidence and faith to do what we believe is already God's will, like people coming to know the Lord, right? But we do it depending on God, but in the authority given to us in the name of Yeshua. Now, fasting usually refers to abstaining from all food for a period of time. However, for our time of prayer and fasting, which you can certainly abstain for food for 21 days and just drink water or liquids, but uh, let's define fasting this way. Denying ourselves something in, da- in our daily routine that will give us more time to focus on the Lord, yet i got to say that fasting food is biblical and, depending on the person, could bring greater sensitivity to the Spirit of God. We see that in Yeshua in Matthew 4, 1 and 2. So when people ask my opinion, I say that if you combine food, a food fast, along with fasting from at least something that consumes your time during the week, 
this will allow you to seek the Lord more, focus on him, and I believe God will be pleased with that kind of fast. So the purpose of our fasting and prayer, these are the things that I think should be our purpose. Number one has to be personal revival. We have to overcome and be set free from any worldly desires, right? And and look, the purpose of this is to pursue the Lord, hunger for the Lord, and get closer to the Lord. But but we get distracted, and we are tempted by worldly desires. So we have to overcome and be set free. That's what personal revival is. Then we're going to hunger for the Lord, right? And we want to see that with our family and friends and, and certainly everybody else. We want to also see with family and friends as part of this revival, salvations. We want to see not only people growing in the Lord, but we want to see those who don't know the Lord that we're close to accepting the Lord, right? And we also want to see corporate revival. Now, I want to see Sharesh David congregations. Um, that they would be um, God's house for revival for us personally and family and friends, uh, that we'd have a profound effect spiritually on the Tampa Bay community for the glory of God. So whatever your congregation is, you need to be praying for your congregation so that they will see revival, that they will have personal and corporate revival. We also want to see revival in our country. Uh, look, our country is in has deep problems, and those problems can be solved, I believe, only by God and only by personal and corporate revival. And we want to see millions coming to know Yeshua as their Messiah. We want to see the body of believers and the Messianic movement used by God to help this strong revival. And certainly we want to pray about those seven areas that influence a change in culture, government, media, education, the family, business, arts and entertainment and sports, religion, meaning house of worship and faith. And then finally, uh, we want to see Israeli revival. The very things that we're praying for our country, we need to pray for Israel. And, and look, we want to see spiritual, physical, emotional, financial protection for America, for Israel, for ourselves and our family and our friends. When I think of Fasting and praying, I think of Isaiah 58, 6. Is not this the fast I chose, this is the Lord speaking, to release the bonds of wickedness, to untie the cords of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to tear off every yoke? And I say to that, amen and amen. This is what I want to see, don't you? And when I think of fasting in the New Covenant, I've got to think of Yeshua. In Matthew 4, 1 and 2, Yeshua was led by the Ruach, the Spirit, 
into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, it says he was hungry. Well, we're only doing 21, though you could do 40, certainly. And uh, he just, he really didn't eat or drink anything, and we're not saying to do that necessarily. Because, um, look, I believe God will meet us where we are. And I think that for many of us, in a sense, we are in the wilderness already. We want to see revival. In this booklet that I'm offering you, I have space for you to write your personal prayers, the names of 10 people who you want to see come to know the Lord, and 10 people to be healed, and for circumstances that need to be changed. Also, interesting enough that the the day that you finish the fast, if you do it with us, which is September 7th, there's a new movie coming out that I want you to see this weekend of September 7th. It's called The Favorite. And this movie is meant to bring people to the Lord, but it's not preachy. It is about physical and spiritual transformation told through the life of two brothers. One was hurt by, you know, perceived favoritism, and he vents his anger out through fighting, which actually makes the movie quite exciting. Uh, you and your pre-believing friends will be inspired, which means you have to bring people who don't know Yeshua to this movie. It's definitely going to start a conversation. So I recommend it. It's called The Favorite. It will be opening September 7th. I've already seen it in in uh, a pre-vision uh, of it, and, and it, it, I really, really enjoyed it. So when I think of a 21-day fast, what do you think of? What book of the Bible? Well, of course, Daniel, Daniel chapter 10. So let's start in Daniel 10, verse 1. In the third day of King Cyrus of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel, whose name was called Belshazzar. The oracle was true and concerns a great war. He understood the message and gained insight through a vision. So this is a time when Ezra had already gone out and some people came back uh, from trying to build the, uh, the temple. It also sets the stage for chapter 11, where there's an amazing vision of great persecution and testing, which is prophesied about. And we see in Daniel 10, verse 2, in those days, Daniel was mourning for three weeks. And I'm wondering if he was mourning because he saw this scary vision, or it had something to do with the opposition that Ezra faced in rebuilding the temple. Uh, But whatever it is, in verse 3, he tells how he handled this time of of fasting or, or whatever you'd like to call it. I ate no rich food, nor did meat or wine enter my mouth, nor did I anoint myself with oil until the end of the three weeks. So generally, if we're going to do what I'd call a Daniel fast, It's a biblical fast. It means that uh, you would not eat food and you'd probably uh, just drink water. 
though obviously uh, in in this fast, Daniel probably ate some, but he didn't eat certain foods, which is fine too. However, anything given up temporarily in order to focus all our attention on God is considered a fast. And of course, you know, Daniel stopped all TV and movies. Okay, I'm just trying to see if you're listening to me. Okay, there weren't any movies or TV in the time of Daniel. But that's why he had more time to pray than us. So my suggestion is that not only do you uh, fast from certain foods or, or however you want to do your food fast, but you also fast from a portion at least of TV and movies or video games so that you will have more time to focus on the Lord. In verse 4, it says, Now on the 24th day of the first month, while I was beside the bank of the great river, the Tigris, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, a man dressed on in linen with a belt of fine gold from Ephaz around his waist. His body was like yellow jasper, his face like a flash of lightning, his eyes like fiery torches, his arms and his feet like the gleam of burnished bronze and the sound of his words like a roar of multitude. Only I, Daniel, saw the vision. The men that were with me did not see the vision. Nevertheless, such a terror fell upon them that they fled and hid themselves. Now, I think people get lost in trying to figure out certain things that are probably not as important as other things. As an example, um, some might try and figure out who was this man? Was it Yeshua? Some people say it was Yeshua because it sounds just like Revelation 1, 12 through 16. Others say it was an unnamed angel because Yeshua would not need assistance of Michael mentioned in Daniel ten thirteen. Others didn't see the vision, you know, as it, it we just read, uh, only Daniel saw the vision, and the others who were there were scared and, and hid. So that, that sounds a lot like Paul, or on the road to Damascus, um, because, you know, again, he was the only one who really got the vision, and everybody else left and was scared. So, interesting thoughts, uh, but what is really important is the application here in chapter 10. So we'll go a little further. And uh, it says in verse 8, So I was left alone to see this great vision. My strength drained from me. My vigor was destroyed. I could not summon my strength. Yet I heard the sound of his words. When I heard him speaking, I fell on my face in a deep sleep with my face to the ground. So here we see that uh, Daniel's strength was zapped from him. He fell to the ground face forward. And um, this experience must have been extremely intense. It kind of, it was almost like he was in a trance. And in verse 10, it says, Then behold, a hand touched me, set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said to me, Daniel, high-valued man, carefully consider the words I am speaking to you. Stand up, for now I have sent to you, uh, for I have been sent to you. When he spoke this word to me, I stood up trembling. So 
Daniel, even trembling, stood up because he was obedient. He was told to stand up. He did so. And so then this one said to Daniel, don't be afraid, Daniel, verse 12, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. I have come because of your words. However, the prince of the kingdom of Persia resisted me for 21 days. But behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I had been detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future days, for the vision concerns days yet to come. Through this experience of Daniel's, we learn a number of things to apply about prayer and fasting. Number one, Daniel, we see, was in serious prayer for three weeks while he was fasting. Secondly, he was heard from the first day, and I believe that as soon as we pray, God hears our prayer. But notice he wasn't he didn't receive an answer for 21 days. And that is something we have to learn how to be persistent in prayer. We set our heart to understand what God wants to speak to us. In fact, it talks about Daniel humbling himself. And so part of this time of prayer and fasting is humbling ourselves, depending on the Lord to hear his voice, for him to speak to us in an amazing way. Are you ready for this? Will you go do prayer and fasting with me in order to hear from the Lord something special and new that God wants to reveal to us? I'm excited about this. Well, another thought is the prince of the kingdom of Persia. Who was this guy? Well, who cares? We know he was evil. We know he was an evil spirit of some sort. So Ephesians 6.12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the worldly forces of this darkness, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So we, we see that really this battle we're in is a spiritual battle. And, and I love Colossians 2.14 talking about Yeshua. He wiped out the handwritten record of debts, debts with the decrees against us, which was hostile to us. He took it away by nailing it to the cross. After disarming the principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in the cross. And we need to, in the name of Yeshua, we can triumph over the enemy and make them a public spectacle, disarm these principalities and powers. But we, I believe, these kinds of things have to be done with prayer and fasting. And you know, I don't have any more time today. So we're going to have to continue this when uh, next week. But you can still ask for um, this booklet, which will help you through the 21 days of prayer and fasting. And uh, would you call Karen at 813-831-5673? And if you want to help us financially, we would be blessed. Uh, Again, speak to Karen or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. 
And remember uh, that we want you to pray and fast with us. I believe that God would be blessed by that. Come visit our congregations. We, we'd love to see you. If you want to find out more about Shoresh David, just go to S-H-O-R-E-S-H, ShoreshDavid.org, or call Karen. And if you want to reach me, certainly you can reach me by email, rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. May the Lord be your first priority, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.